Toughening border restrictions, growing cases of COVID-19 and suspended flights are putting people off overseas travel. Many of our callers yesterday had concerns about their travel insurance and there seemed to be confusion as to what exactly is covered since the concerns about coronavirus ramped up. We didn't cancel the trip to China, but a very large travel agent cancelled it on us and they're refusing to give um, the money back and that's money for four of us in the family, $13,000. Yeah, $30,000. They're claiming force majeure, which is a tiny clause in the, in the small print of the travel uh, con- conditions. Um, but it just doesn't add up because, if, in fact, at the time that they cancelled on us, um, it was really only Wuhan and a couple of other isolated cases. Mm. But they cancelled and they did offer a credit note, but that credit note was really no good to us, a family of four people, and it had to be used within 12 months. Travel insurance with regard to uh, travel in the future. Booked to go to Vienna and then a train trip down through Italy in ending up in the UK for a month. But just wondering, where, you know, where the insurance lies if we have to hold up somewhere uh, if, after coming out of Italy. And if you head to these places intentionally knowing that the virus is there, you know, what the situation is. Number of concerns around that. That's just a couple of them. Tim mm. Grafton is the Chief Executive of the Insurance Council and he joins me now after a busy day yesterday. Thank you for finding the time today. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Kerry. Any answers? I imagine it's a movable feast for you as well, is it? Well, yeah, no, the situation changes daily uh, and uh, so it you know, it's not easy for uh, members of the public to uh, uh, follow what, what's happening because, uh, you know, it, it is changing continually. But um, essentially what happened in terms of travel insurance was that uh, there are a number of dates from about uh, 19th of January through to early February where various travel insurers declared that uh, the uh, COVID-19 was a known event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from those dates, and it will depend on each travel insurer, the uh, coverage uh, either was non-existent for any purchase of insurance uh, after that date or more limited Uh, and the extent to which that is you would need to contact your travel insurer uh, and find out what the what what the situation is so it it is triggered by when it becomes a known event and and declared by the travel insurer there are certain destinations that the government advises people not to go to Um, these include uh, china and iran uh, and uh, in travel to those destinations uh, will almost certainly not uh, enable you to uh, obtain any um, travel insurance cover. Uh, And uh, so it it is a movable feast. Other countries may uh, fall in line with that. Uh, You know, there are um, you know, high outbreaks in, in other parts of the world at the moment. You know, we're looking at uh, parts of South Korea, where there are advisories not to go to parts of South Korea, and um, and we know Northern Italy um, has uh, um, uh, a, a major outbreak there mm. as well. What about people who might have you know bronchial troubles? They have lung problems. Who don't want to get on a plane full of people who may or may not be infected. Will travel insurance cover if they choose to cancel? Uh, So in all these instances, you really need to be talking to your uh, insurer. Do they Uh, all have different 
clauses and qualifications and different um, levels of generosity, I suppose, when yes, it comes to do. interpreting. Right. Yes, okay. yes they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as a general uh, rule, if a disinclination to travel, you do not want to travel, mm-hmm. uh, is not uh, insurable. Uh, so what? Uh, otherwise, it would be very difficult in a BAU world mm. uh, to be able to ensure uh, people just at the drop of a hat deciding not to travel. There are, though, and still exists in the market, uh, a product where people can uh, cancel for any reason, but they, it, there are some tight restrictions around it. You have to, A, buy the standard travel insurance. B, you have to buy an add-on um, uh, uh, this, uh, policy that says that you can uh, cancel for any reason right. and and you have to do it within 48 hours of purchasing the standard policy and also uh, you will only be liable to get uh, up to 75% of your financial loss. When it comes to the claiming of force majeure, yep. is that legitimate? Well, uh, there are force majeure uh, contracts, uh, 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 clauses in in contracts. Uh, As a general rule, a declared pandemic Mm -hmm. uh, is not a reinsurable event. Uh, So, you know, years ago when, uh, you know, you looked at the likes of the SARS outbreak and and the like, um, insurers and reinsurers looked at whether or not that uh, the cost of that kind of uh, event globally mm-hmm. uh, was insurable, and it just simply wasn't because of the huge costs uh, and unpredictability of uh, what might happen. So uh, that has been a standard exclusion in uh, reinsurance policies. These are the people who take on the insurer's risks, uh, and so uh, it becomes uh, you know, considerably limited on, in what might apply in pandemic situations. So... What good is insurance? I mean, I just remember... Oh, the, sorry, the good of insurance is let's... Uh, and it really should be bought if you are travelling. So we're talking about COVID-19, but, you know, there's all manner of things that could go wrong. You could catch all sorts of infectious... other infectious diseases. You could uh, face uh, flight disruptions for all sorts of other reasons. You could have your luggage lost or stolen. Uh, you need may need to be medically evacuated from somewhere and the medical costs in some countries are astronomical so uh, there are all those good reasons to still be buying travel insurance if you're traveling it's just that there will be restrictions around COVID-19 and uh, even with policies uh, uh, in place uh, at the moment um, medical expenses are being picked up related to COVID-19 by some insurers. Um, So, you know, you really do need to be asking your insurer, what is the extent of the coverage? What if this happened? Would I be covered or would I not be covered? I thank you very much for your time, Tim. Oh, can I add one more? Yes, of course. Uh, Look, if you do have uh, and you feel aggrieved and you haven't been treated fairly... Members of the Insurance Council of New Zealand, you can see who they are on our website, you can uh, uh, complain uh, and they are obliged to uh, look into your complaint and if you feel uh, that the complaint hasn't been sufficiently resolved, uh, then you can take that further uh, by seeking a letter of deadlock from them and go to the external dispute resolution schemes. All of this is free for you and they can make a determination which is binding on the insurer.
That was Tim Grafton, the Insurance Council New Zealand Chief Executive, talking travel insurance in as much as he could. It, it did seem to be that you just have to talk it over with your own travel insurer before you take out any insurance, or if you've taken it out prior to the hoo-ha, um, then uh, have a discussion with them about what it might cover if, you, if you're travelling or once you're travelling.